0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: It's episode three of the Obi-Wan Podcast made possible by Betwinner. We've made it, John. We've made it to the third week. You're still best mates with John Terry and Frank Lampard. All is well in the world.
2: All is well. All is well. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been amazing. First episode with JT and second episode with, obviously, Super Frank. Uh, It's all well in the hood, so yeah, let's say all is good at a minute.
1: You're still on the Christmas card list. Yeah, I'm still on the Christmas card list. We're both JT and Frank. Uh, I was going to say we're about to disappoint Chelsea fans, but we're not because this is a world-exclusive our guest for episode three. I am particularly excited about this man because he's he's a bit of an enigma. I feel he doesn't do much.
2: No, in doesn't the way do of interviews. much. No,
1: it's a compatriot of yours. Who is it?
2: We have one of my fellow Nigerian African top top hottest striker
1: Victor Osiman. Victor Osime. Osiman. I've got to get this right before Victor joins us. Victor Osiman.
2: You say Osiman is Osime. 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 Victor Osime.
1: Okay, so there's no N at the there's end. There's no N, no. Victor Osime. Yeah. I'll let you say that. I'll just call him Victor. Let's the call him Victor. Of this pod. I'm excited though, John. You've called him the hottest, the hottest striker on the market right now. Erling Haaland banging them in for fun at Man City. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere for a while. Yeah. Harry Kane has just landed in Germany. Yeah. Can't stop scoring. Mm-hmm. I think he's got three hat-tricks already in the Bundesliga. Victor Osime is a player who is contracted at Napoli until yeah. 2025, mm-hmm. not to be disrespectful to that football club, but his future will surely lie elsewhere sooner rather than later.
2: Definitely. I mean, I think you've just said it all. I think obviously when you look at, you know, early Haaland, you know, the season he's had and obviously coming second in the Ballon d'Or, obviously Okay, he is the number one, let's say the number one striker, but then Victor's not far off. No, not at all. He's not far off, not at all. Um, He's had an amazing season as well. So um, Hurricane as well when you look at the age defense hurricane is what 31 32 now third, um third so, one so exactly so but victor's still young you know he's a prospect that's you know is coming up still a lot to improve on um uh give him a few years you know he's gonna be top 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 but um yeah like you just said i think his uh his future lies elsewhere i think next season not in january but i think summer in the summer I think he, he he has to, he has to move on, you know, if he wants to improve, if he wants to be in the top, top, league he he's has to it. move on it's time he's he's paid his due for the napoli uh, right, yeah, yeah. for napoli and it's time i think he needs to move on and achieve greater things and he can't he 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 will only do that if he comes to the premier league
1: who do you see him similar to john uh, a lot of people might dip in and out of italian football i see him a little bit like a dda i see attributes of the great dda yeah, by your former yeah, teammate yeah i see a little bit in terms of the stature of of an emmanuel adebayor Another great African striker. What is he? What? What? what who's the neatest player? He's like. I
2: think. I think. More I DDA will. I DDA. think I will go more DDA. I know at the bio. I didn't play obviously with him, but um, I do know at the bio. Um, but knowing DDA as well as I know DDA, and and spending a little bit of time with uh, with Victor, I'll say definitely he's come close to DDA. He's got the arrogance. He's got the personality. He walks. You know when he comes into the room. His personality, is stature, stature. You know, you can feel someone has walked into the dressing room, and that's what Didier had. You know, with us, every time he walked, even if he just Didier just walked into the dressing room, you will know Didier has walked into the dressing room. The way he's the way he's dressed, the way he walks in with his shoulder hell high. He's you know Didier yeah. just had it all. Um, and I, I looking at uh, Victor, I think this the similarities are there. Um, I think he needs more time to, po- he needs to be polished. That's why I think he needs to be polished. I think last season he's got that, this season as well. You know, you can see he's coming into that.
1: Coming into top, home. top.
2: Yeah. Striker level, kind of. Give him another two, three years. He'll be the, I think for me, he'll be the best striker Competing with Elihan. Did you play with him in Nigeria? A couple of I, did, I did play with him a few times. Uh, because obviously when I was leaving, he was coming in. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have the opportunity to play with him longer, but um, I wish I, I had the t- the opportunity to play with him longer because I think I would have, you know, I would have had so many assists. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah, <you do> <laughs> I would have had so many assists because obviously I play as a number ten national team. And, and and when you do watch the Nigerian national team when I was playing, I was a creative guy. You know, I was yeah. everything ran through me, and and I thought if I was playing with with Victor. I think I would have had a lot of assists, really, and I think most of my 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 assists would have been it would him. have been goals. Yeah, and so yeah, my assists start would have gone up high.
1: African Cup of Nations start of next year, John. Obviously, a, a tournament that you've won. You yeah. have to go back to twenty thirteen for when you did that. Victor is paramount, integral. He needs to be fit. If Nigeria have got any chance, do they have a chance?
2: We do have a chance. You do? Of course we do have a chance. We're always favorite when it comes to this tournament. Always favorite. I've said it a few times now. we always favorite when it comes to this tournament. We might not play well during the qualifying series, but when's, once this tournament starts, we are one of the favorites. We know how to win this tournament. We've won it, I think, four, three or four times. So we know how to win it. And I think this is something that this the this young team should take with them going into the tournament i think when you look back when you look at this team right now we have the best the best strike force ever victor and auni and him and victor he as was a brilliant. yeah exactly so if you but I think one of them will have to start. Obviously, Victor, sta- uh, Victor starts. Victor starts. And then uh, Iwani comes in uh, after that. But I think Iwani has been absolutely brilliant He's
1: been this brilliant. He has
2: been brilliant For this I'm
1: yeah. a huge yeah. fan of him. Victor is the one, though. When I look to him, I think to myself, he is good enough to carry this Nigeria team to African Cup of Nations success. The million-dollar question, and we've spoken briefly about Victor in the last few weeks on this podcast, John, Obviously, you bleeding blue that you do, you look at Chelsea and think there is a Victor Osimi kind of hole in that team. Of course there is. They would absolutely be a great club for that. We're crying yeah. out for you're, him. You're crying, you're right. We're you crying are. out for him. We're the crying out for
2: him. We're crying teams. out for him, Mike. I mean, when you look at our, our team, uh, Chelsea team, obviously we're not playing that great at the minute, but then we lack goals. We lack a striker who, you know, who can run into spaces who can create, he will give us that, that, that opportunity of a striker who's really willing to run behind. And obviously those passes will come through and he will, you know, he will get goals. So I think we're crying out for goals. If he comes to Chelsea, I think it will suit him really well because we don't have anyone doing that right now. So there's not going to be too much pressure on on him coming into the club because obviously we need that. We're crying out for that. So, you know, my advice for him is to come to Chelsea.
1: Chelsea need to finish top four though. You would think, I'm sure, we're going to be speaking to him momentarily. He's an ambitious boy, probably wants to compete for the biggest trophies there is in world football. One of those is the UEFA Champions League. So that might count against Chelsea. Honestly, taking that Chelsea hat off for a second, John, when you look at the clubs, Real Madrid might be in the market for a number nine. PSG, if Kylian Mbappe was to leave, might be in the market yep. for a new forward. Yep. Man United are always in the market for someone. <laughs> Just give me someone half decent, for goodness sake. Chelsea, who in your opinion, John, is a club that's tailor-made for Victor Osimhen? Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> Mate. Get no, Chelsea so, no, seriously, I'll tell you, I think it's Chelsea. <laughs> west london he would love london he
2: will love london I, I, i'll see i'll see victor living his best life you know in london
1: i'll never see you if you go there <laughs> you'll be back showing your old haunts i'll move back to london nah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i
2: mean i'll see victor you know enjoying his best life in london experiencing what london london is about um you know, we all experience it. Yeah. We, London is fantastic, you know. <laughs> and, and then when you get to play for Chelsea, it's a different it's a different ballgame altogether because, you know, you get to enjoy the beauty of Stamford Bridge, the beauty of the fans, the beauty of living in London, which is absolutely amazing, except the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> which we all never... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, I think he will enjoy his time at, at Chelsea. I really do think he will enjoy. He will become... I'll say by the time he finishes his turn, his career, Charles, he'll become another legend like DJ Drogba because he has the attributes, he has the talent, he has the skills to become that guy who gets those goals. But that's what we need right now. We need goals.
1: Absolutely, you do.
2: Forget about the the, the 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 whole system and everything. We need a striker who gets us goals. Yeah. But Victor will give us that. That's what we lack right now. Like we all say, like we all been saying, since the departure of DJ Drogba, we haven't had a striker that's come in and say, listen, I am going to take this mantle, I'm going to take over this mantle that DJ Drogba has left. I'm going to become this guy. We've not had that. And I think Victor Osime, I'm saying, if he comes in, give him a couple of years, he will become that guy. Not straight away, but after a couple of years, he needs to be polished. He needs to be ready and after that he will start delivering.
1: Yeah, after at the end of this campaign, that will be four years he will have had in Naples. He'll be 25 in December. Perfect age.
2: Perfect age. To move Perfect to the age. Premier League. We've Perfect got Victor age.
1: on the podcast. Episode three. The big names just keep on coming. It is the Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner. We've got Taking the Mikhail as well, our midweek edition with John. And I get to muse over some of the big talking points. We want you to download, we want you to subscribe, and of course, give us that five-star rating.
2: This is Mikelo B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea Mirfleda, urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand the chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly.
1: Victor James, awesome, it is wonderful to have you as episode three of this man's podcast. It is the Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner. And listen, let's start with you. You're smiling. How are you, my friend? How is life?
0: Good, good. We've We've been surviving. Everything's good, you know.
1: John and I were talking. John, of course, is a father of two beautiful twin girls. You became a father, I believe, for the first time in October a lot of sleepless nights no one, no,
0: no one told me the, the hardest part they only told me the <laughs> beautiful
1: thing but yeah of <laughs> they only told you
2: about the sweet part not the hardest yeah. not the hardest part that you don't sleep at night they don't.
1: They didn't tell you that part <laughs> has it changed you at all Victor you know, I'm a father of two girls and I think it's changed me for the better I think I'm a little bit more mature I feel like an adult now it's taken 35 years to get there but I feel like a, a proper man now if I can say that how has it impacted you how has it changed you?
0: This has really changed me a lot on and off the pitch. And when I grind now on the pitch, I grind for my daughter because I really want to set an example for her on and off the pitch. You see, to see the life the father has lived before and what he has become now. So for me to to give my daughter some life lesson, I have to become one. I have to become what I want her to, to, to learn and everything like that. So for me, it's a, it's a whole the whole kind of experience. Yeah, that's really, big, really, really isn't experience it?
2: experience for me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, big, yeah, yeah that's really, big. Really
0: huge, yeah.
2: Yeah, because I remember, I, I, you know, I remember, you know, you were talking, I read a little bit, I, a little bit about the family situation though. You know, when we are football players, sometimes we, because we're in this bubble, right? You know what I mean? And people don't get to see what we go through as players, as humans. Forget about the player, football player, as humans. You know, we go through sometimes live lessons whereby we go through difficult times with, with, with the family, be it the brothers, sister, parents, whatever it is. We have these difficult times where we go through. I had as well. I went through exactly the same thing. And I I remember reading something with you and your your brother, whether it was your brother or your your sister or your bro, your yeah. siblings, yeah. that yeah. you yeah. you 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 came out publicly and said, "Listen, I don't give a, a fuck, right? You know what it is is what it is, and you got you guys have to deal with the situation and whatever I, I provide is what I provide or what you've provided before." Mm-hmm but these are the things that people don't get to see or listen to unless we come out and speak about it. And I was so happy that you came out and talked about something like that, because I have so many things <laughs> that I never spoke about. What was that? What was that like? I mean, what was the situation? I mean, if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit, what,
0: what yeah, it was. Of course, of course, a pleasure. um, in, um when I started my, my footballing career, I have got, I'm the last one of family of seven. I've got four sisters and three brothers. And then one of the, my sister, she used to um, tell me that I should give the husband an opportunity if I could get an opportunity for him to to like be with me and and work closely with me. So I already had this in my head, but at that time I've got managers, I've got um, an agent. So there's no way I could take them out to bring him in. So the opportunity arises when, um, when my father was here, when I was in France, I asked them to let me go to Nigeria to see my father. So because he was critically ill, he was in the hospital. I, I can only speak through uh, with him through the phone. And then they refused me to to let him go until he passed on. And then um, I told them before that if some, anything happens to this man and they refuse to let me go to let me go see him and share final moments with him, uh, I don't think I would I would walk with them. This is what I said to them before the, 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 pain came in and there's at that time he died. I went to Nigeria to, to lead him to, to rest. And I, I broke every contract I have with this, with these people. I actually stopped everything that I had with them. I moved on with my life and in, in 2020, my club, uh, my current club now was interested in me, in me. And then I, I was speaking to them as that alone because I had no agent. So I was, I was speaking to them. So I remember that this guy was there and I, I brought him in so that he could um, be with the agent that I assigned to do the deal for me. You know, and I was speaking with the agent that he can, you know, we gave him some sort of, you know, some money when when everything is done, in which the, the agent uh, agreed. But he persuaded me to sign three years with him and I told him, I don't want an agent with me because I've been backstabbed by these by this people my previous uh previous uh managers and agents that left so i told him do the deal and let us go our separate way because i don't want this and then he said okay so i brought i brought the guy in and i, I got him visa I, I booked him a flight to to come to to italy i did everything for him and i never signed anything with him you know i gave my power button it's to the new to the agent that was supposed to broker the deal uh with my current club I never signed anything with him. He did everything. We were together. The agent went to make the negotiation. I was with the agent, and he was not also there because I already made the the negotiation and everything was agreed before I brought him in. And then I I was I went to the pre season, so I needed him to watch the documents with the agent and everything like that. So that was what I actually assigned him to do. I've been the one taking the responsibility of my family since 2014 when I went to the Under 17 Nations Cup in Nigeria. I was the one taking responsibility of the family. No one, absolutely no one, get to the stage that I am like this. Ever done something uh, for me, or they do something on their own? They always call me to come into the picture, and I always come through for for all of them. All of them, actually, all of them, including a few of my 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 ch- my childhood friend. And then I didn't know what was happening. You know, I didn't know this guy was planning behind my back. I never knew anything at all. So I had you know, some kind of differences with someone. And this person was, like, trying to, you know, to reach out to me, to tell me some stuff. This guy has been doing behind my back. So I didn't want to listen because I'm not the type of person that listens to what I have to say about some someone. I do not, I'm not the kind of a guy. So the guy was, the person was trying to tell me um, I'm living with a snake because at that time it was in my house. So, like, I was living with a snake. This guy is planning a lot behind you and everything like that. So I never believed until when I had this injury, facial injury in 2021. So Oh you
2: mean when you, person, wearing, when you started wearing when you the... started wearing the the mask. Oh, no, yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah.
0: The mask, yeah. Yeah, so so th- so the you got a lot of ghosts down.
2: wearing that though, I must <laughs> <Yeah>. say.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. So the so the person came down from um uh, came down from came to Italy to Napoli uninvited, you know, came to my house, was trying to to see me as at that time I've got two of my friends with this guy and me. So we were like four in the house. So the person called my friend. And I was like, I was, I really need to see Victor. I need to speak to, to Victor. There's something really going on. He needs to be careful. So I didn't know as at that time I told my friend, I don't want to speak with this person, please just let me be. So the person had to call one of my sisters. Of course, I listened to that one a lot because we are really so close. Yeah. And he yeah. told me, listen hear what this person wants to say, listen to what he wants to say and just get on with your life, you know? So I invited this person to my house and the guy was in my house. So I noticed he was trying to let, let the person not come in. I didn't know what was really happening because I had no clue at that time. So and this person came with a friend and the friend knew what was going on. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. So something, something really happened in the house and he was trying to compare this person like was comparing two friends, and they were best of friends. And I was in my room, We're like talking. Me and the person were like speaking. And the, the 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 best friend came in, was crying. And I asked, "Why are you crying?" And he said, "This person said this person said that." So I went into the living room. I was I was comforting him. Why Why are you going to say this? And he was like, "No, this is what he said. This is what he said." And the person was speaking the language that I really understand. That he doesn't understand. You know, was talking about something that these guy has been doing behind my back. I didn't know. I didn't know. So I called both of them. I said, what was the problem? And he said, if you don't tell Victor, the best friend said, if you don't tell Victor, I'm going to tell him. And for sure, I'm going to tell him. And I, and I called them. I drove them out. And they wow. sent me a series of voice notes a series of voice notes, WhatsApp wow. message, wow. voice note like this. As I'm even talking to you, I'm having some kind of <laughs> adrenaline in my body because... Yeah, but no, no,
2: yeah. We're so happy, I mean, that, you know, you dealt with that situation yeah. really well, haven't you? Yeah, he, I mean, he dealt with that situation really well. Uh,
1: and, and listening to you, Victor, uh, it's clear to me then... You know, there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders. You've sat there that you look after the family, that you didn't really have anyone that you could turn to. I mean, have you always been an independent man, Victor? Have you always been comfortable in your own skin, knowing that you are the main breadwinner, that there's a lot of people who do look to you to provide? Does that come naturally to
0: you? Even before, even be- before, before um, I came into limelight, I've always been independent. I, I left home at a very at a very young age, you know. Um, uh, senior, man, I used to call him. I used to call him Senior. Man, you understand? You understand? You understand the struggles of average, average. Yeah, age, yeah, age, yeah. Age, yeah. Age. So I used to like go to to do some some kind of some kind of jobs, and then when I when I went to the national team, later on the under seventeen. I took it upon myself to provide for my, for my whole family. You
2: sold, you sold, was it, was it pure, or was it water you sold under yeah, the bridge? Yeah, water, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, I mean, he sold water. So, the, you know, on, on the bridge in Nigeria, sometimes you have this under the bridge where, you know, you know, cars, and then the under the bridge is where people uh, sell like bread or water or whatever it is, food. So, I mean, Victor's, you know, his story is that, you know, he, he was one of those kids who sold water under the street whereby, you know, people drive past and then there's a traffic light where you have to stop. So that's his opportunity to go and with sell. the water and sell. So he has to sell as much water that he can at that point because there's a traffic light. Before it goes green. Before it goes green and the cars are gone. So, I mean, that's, you know, one of his stories. How old you know were I mean? you
1: then, Victor, selling that water?
0: Close to 14 and uh, 14, 13 hours at that time. Because um I got the struggle from my from my brother, the firstborn of the family. He struggled a lot to to have the family, like really a lot. So I've got this mentality of hustling from, from him. So most of the time I I remember when I bought my first Christmas clothes on my own, it was through through this hustle. You know, I was I used to sell it more and give the money to my sisters to to keep for me. So when it's a lot, I use it to get my first. Like independently, I got my first uh, Christmas clothes uh, by myself, but yeah, the pressure, the pressure is high. You know, when you come from a large family and you have to do things for each of them equally, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. You have to do some things. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Trust <laughs> yeah, exa- <me. laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You have to do things for them equally. And sometimes you have to do things for them in a private kind of way. Do you understand because you don't want to cause some sort of commotions, yeah, in, yeah, in this type of thing. So this is one of the one of the one of the things that I've really learned in keeping the family more like united, except the one that went astray, you know, with the husband trying to to blackmail me and and, and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, you know. So, for me, it's yeah. um. It's been good. God has been really helpful in this kind of situation and many more, but uh, of course I I give uh, the glory. Well,
1: listen, uh, off the pitch, you've clearly had your challenges. To John's point, Victor, you are a human being. You have challenges like us all on the football field, though you've had an incredible incredible 18 months Victor and we should congratulate you because you yeah, were yeah, telling of me course, John, yeah. history made in the last week or so I'm jealous you are jealous I'm jealous 8th place <laughs> he, he achieved
2: something that I never achieved you know I thought well I am still he needs to break my he needs to break my fucking record first <laughs> I am still the, 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 most, the most successful decorated, yeah. decorated football player yeah, in Nigeria. No, yes, yeah. yes. But yes, you know, yes, uh, yes. I think, you know, he's, um, obviously he's, he, he got an award that I never got. Number eight in the world. That is absolutely, absolutely amazing. I must say congratulations. I mean, the season you Thank had, you. it was fantastic. And, and I never got to that stage. And this is a different stage. You've raised the level, you've raised the bar so high. And I must say congratulations. And, and I mean, how do you, f- I mean, how do you feel coming number eight in the world? So it was Lionel Messi, Haaland. killing Mbappe. Kili Mbappe. And then there was a few others. a few others. And you, we, we, me, JJ, Kanu, <laughs> never got to that stage. You <laughs> got to that stage. Congratulations. How do you feel about that? Thank you.
0: First of all, I have to tell you something, Chris, you know, the man sitting next to you, uh, has been a big inspiration for lot of Nigerians. you know, aspiring football players. Thank he's you. He's been a household name. You know, Thank I you. have to give him his flowers. <laughs> he's been, he's been an amazing legend for us. An amazing <laughs> example on and off the pitch. Do you understand his life, the, his character, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm, I'm on life <laughs> with you guys and he's here. I used to say this and every aspiring footballer can say the same thing about the man sitting next to you. Do you understand? Thank you. Being number eight for me, I don't think I will get to your stage. The things you have done for football, for us, on and off the pitch, the way you inspire a lot of us is an amazing amazing, uh, feat for us. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. I have to appreciate you from the depth of my heart. We saw what you did. We try to emulate you. You're being you're, you're more than a legend for us. You understand? Coming to the Ballon d'Or, I think um for me, I've just I just kept on doing my job, just doing what I love to do so much. And then um because I'm big on God, I'm sorry if I call God every time <laughs> here on this, on this life. It's very religious. And God isn't it? <laughs> just and, and God, God just God just crowned my crowned my effort. But for me, it's a, it's really a huge one. You know, considering where I, where I come from, considering the the struggles that I've been through, and everything I went through, I think for me it's uh, to be number eight among the best um, football players right now in the world. It's it's a unique milestone for me, for my family, for the ones that believed in me, and uh, for the ones that also doubted me. It's an eye opener for them not to not to talk down on any player that is going through so much. Just like um, the legend said. You don't know what football players are going through. You don't know. You don't know. You just say the, the lifestyle outside, but a lot of them are fighting. Sorry to use the word depression. A lot of them are fighting internal battles that no one knows about. You understand? So for me to come out on top, to be the 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 highest goal scorer in Syria in a league where people wrote me off when I first signed there, uh, you know, when I had some serious of problems with COVID, with injuries, and all to come out. In this type of season, winning the Scudetto in the three years, and uh, for me, it's a uh, it's a huge one. It's a big one. Even if I don't get a trophy, I think for me, this stays in my heart forever. Because um, to be able to come out from the kind of difficulties that I went to and put myself in world football map with the help of a lot, a lot of people, a lot of coaches that I played under, for me, it's uh, it's really a huge it's a huge uh, achievement for me, and this we. Really, we continue to live with me, and also this is a motivation also for me to to stay in that level. And this this comes in with the kind of career the king has. You understand? He's been there, and he's still there until he hung his boots. So for me, this is the kind of level I want to be. You know, it's easy to arrive there. It's hard for you to stay yeah, there. So yeah, yeah, This is yeah. the kind of mentality I want to yeah. I want to have. On just like what he has done, you know, is a is a, is a huge uh, motivation for for a lot of us. This is what I want to do, and this is my this is my target to be there. I'm there now. So I want to keep building on this momentum and and stay there forever until I until I retire.
1: Victor John tells me that you're a very confident young man. You're confident in your own ability. You know, you've said there you're humbled to finish eighth in this year's Ballon d'Or. Do you feel one day you have the capabilities of winning the Ballon d'Or? Is that part of your future plans?
0: Everything I've achieved, everything. The reason why I play the football is to get my family out, out of abject poverty. You know, the whole family is okay. Whatsoever I win now is more like a, a bonus for me. Do you understand? I, I I fight um so that my family can get out of poverty. God has bless me, I've done that already. Now, the thing is, the big man here has won the Champions League. I wanna win one. <laughs> the most decorated player in it's, it's the most de- decorated player in Africa. I wanna be there. Now I have done the first part. Now is the second part in getting some some trophies. I won the Scudetto. Now I'm addicted to to trophies, so I want to keep on to build on this momentum and try to to win as much as I can. Hopefully, I could surpass him or get to almost his level, (laughs) but I will see about that. (laughs) But for me, it's it's really it's really it's really uh, it's really a huge one for me. And just like I said, I don't know if if senior I am calling senior man because when when people are like not, you're not in the same level with some certain kind of people in Nigeria. You know, <laughs> understand? It, shows, it shows some some sort of respect. Some sort of know. respect, yeah. Thank you. I Thanks. think, um, <laughs> I think um, for me in 2019, I was able to to share the same page with a legend that I have watched while growing up. Yeah. Was it
2: 2019? I think it was 2019. No, when I, yeah, when I stopped. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, I I think that was when you were coming, you were just coming through the national team. Right. I thought, yeah, because, yeah, because I looked, yeah, because I looked at you then I was like, Hmm victor sime you know this guy i mean everyone is watching a lot of relics everyone is talking so good about it. and then i was sitting down and, and, and i saw this tall lanky guy walking towards me and i was like who's this guy and, and, and Victor, obviously i've been hearing about you but this is oh, that's the victor sime and i you know obviously uh you know i thought okay um, and then you came, you know, respectfully, uh, humble and, and, and very nice. I remember, you know, sitting down with you, having a chat and, you uh, know, antipose. La- antipose. Yeah, antipose. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking, <laughs> yeah. we were laughing and I didn't know that, you know, I, that you were going to go on to, to, to achieve what you've achieved in, in war, in the space of war, a couple of years. Uh, you had this amazing year with um, you know with your club napoli and I'm sure the fans there they adore you so much uh, and, and, and I'm sure right now you are you've moved past what has happened you know in the past couple of months you forgot about it the club has forgot about it you know you feel at home back again you're enjoying your football you're scoring goals you're doing what you love to do but I mean it's one of those things that happens you know in a football club and you know if it happens it happens and then we just forget about it because because that's your club, that's your like your second family, isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, it's sort of like um, disappointing, you know. But we've 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 talked about it internally. We've with, um, with the people with the people in charge, and I, I pour out my my anger and my frustration to, the, to those that that I needed to to do it. I keep it I keep it moving. I keep it locked in. Yeah, I'm focused on doing my doing my job, and then. Just doing my thing, of course. We we started with a new with a new um manager. Manager, yeah. Yeah. He's been going he's been going well. You know, he's a new manager. He has to bring his own uh, how he wants wants us to play. The team is going good. Um, I can't wait to come back to to join them also. They've been doing quite well. Can't wait to come back to join them. I'm just focused on doing doing my job and we'll see what the the future holds.
1: I cannot uh, not ask you, Victor, about last season. 31 goals in 39 games in all competition. For me, and I mean this sincerely, Victor, I thought Napoli were the best team. I know Manchester City won the treble last season. I watched you guys steamroll Liverpool in Naples. I watch you guys hand beating after beating after beating, playing some of the most beautiful football that I've seen over the last few seasons. Let's take you back to last season. How was it for you personally? Scoring goals for fun, enjoying your football, a vibrant side. Luciano Spalletti is your manager. Give us your kind of overview of what was an incredible campaign.
0: I, I remember in um, before the season started, we were at, uh, at the pre season and then there were some, some couple of um amazing, amazing football players, leaders in the team that left uh Mertens, uh, Kunibali. Yeah. some yeah. sort of yeah. great leaders in the team. So we were we, were, we were at the preseason and then um I was speaking with my with my teammate uh Angisa. So we're talking about the new like the new replacement as at that time. They haven't signed no any any player, so we're talking about the guys that left and the new season coming up. How we have to to deal with some kind of um, setbacks and everything like that. And then the, the coach, the coach came and was like asking us um, what we're we talking about. So I was telling that uh, we're talking about the the team, the new season, and everything like that. If they're gonna buy new players, and he could here, of course, some couple of players are, are coming in. And then, if you guys believe, just like us, as I believe, also, I think you guys can do something amazing this season. It was like a huge. It was just a simple talk, but it carried a lot of weight. You know, I was I was motivated. You understand. And then, when these players come, we just the solidarity in the team in last season was was really amazing. The love and everything like that was so amazing. And then, when we started, we went like ten straight games without losing, without having a draw. We were winning and everything like that. Some couple of setback also, and then we had the biggest game in the Champions League against a big team like like Liverpool, who everyone was really up and 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 spirited to 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 do so well in the in the, in the game. And then of course we we smashed them at in in Naples. Of course they were they were they were also a very big team, but I think uh, the motivation in which we took into the game was was really high. We're having some some sort of an amazing run of. Wins and everything like that, and we got a lot of big wins away from home, like AC Milan, like Atalanta. I love them. We lost only a away game, big team against uh, Inter Milan, and we bounced back again. We started winning and all like that. So when it got to us having 11 points against the second, the second place, we knew it was we was the right candidate to win the to win the Scudetto. Yeah. But of course, I think we went two games with uh, we didn't win two games and then we came back to draw some couple of games, went down to, to eight points or seven points. There were a little bit of, of panic and then we we get it we get it started again. We started winning games and everything like that. But I'll tell you this, the the highlight of our season last season winning the Scudetto was Paletti. You know, he was in. Yeah, he in was good. Yeah, dressing, yeah, you know. yeah. He was good, wasn't he? Uh, he, uh, was, instrumental. he was, yeah, instrumental. Yeah, it was so good. It was instrumental. It was so good, and it's the type of coach that demands one hundred percent. If a player that he knows that can give one hundred percent, and you're giving ninety or ninety five, he's very furious. Even in training, he screams at everyone. Everyone in training will fight like he's a rugby. He's a rugby uh, <laughs> uh, match. It's like it's like a do or die. So. He's like the architect of the last season um performance we had. Like everyone brought out their A games. You could see last season from if I go out and the second player comes in, he gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, bench, yeah. everyone is ready. Yeah. So it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful it was a beautiful moment. And I used to say no one deserved the 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 scudetto more than the more than the Napolitans because the, the love was was overwhelming.
1: Victor, I've read that Luciano would stay at the training ground. He was so dedicated, so focused. And I, I think I've, I've read that Josie, did yeah. Jose. As well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Jose did the same. Jose used to come in quite, quite, quite early. You know, he used to come in very early in the morning. Um, and he used to stay there because he needs to obviously, do you know. Yeah, do his work. Because when you have you Know about 20, 24, 23 players who are superstars, you know, in their own right. Everybody's an uh, international player. You have to find a way to keep this place happy, you have to find a way to make sure that everybody's happy, and that's something that Jose, Jose did really well. He did relatively well, um, you know, by keeping everybody happy, but at the end of the day it's only 11 players that starts the game. Uh, so uh, for Jose, he has to come in early, get the job done early, go on go on to the training pitch. Uh, and, and on the training pitch is where on a Friday, you you make your decision who's playing. And you have to call out those players who's playing. But then you, then you have about six, seven players who are very unhappy, international players, world-class players who are unhappy. How do you keep them happy? And that's something that Josie had to do quite, uh, uh, come in quite early to make sure he has that uh, done and ahead of of training and to keep everybody happy, yeah.
1: And did Luciano, is it true, Victor? Did Luciano stay in the training ground? Would he be so dedicated?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think he, he lived there in his office, for close to like seven months. What? He was staying, he was staying put. He was yeah. living there.
1: Living there, John. Yeah, no yeah, way. Living, there. living has, there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was living there. He has, he has a, the office is quite big. So he has the, uh, the bed, the TV, he has everything <laughs> there. <laughs> has no, everything. I know, no, no, I know
2: Joseph there. stayed couple of, couple of nights, but not for seven, seven months. months.
0: No, he stayed there, he stayed there for so much, for so so long, yeah, he stayed there. What about his wife and kids? Is he like? I think that, I I don't know, I don't know about the personal life, but I don't, I don't think they stay in Naples. I don't think they stay in Naples. Oh, right, right. He's got a big farm, I I think think he's got a big
1: farm. In the yeah. north, in yeah, Tuscany, yeah, yeah. I think he's got his big farm. He was so dedicated, 33 years, John, Napoli waited to win the Scudetto. Yeah. Seven months staying on the training ground to ensure that Victor and the rest of the boys got the job done. He got was it he, done. Was he a total maverick, Victor? I've heard stories about Luciano. I've never met him personally, but I've heard that he's he's a bit of a maverick. Would that, would that sum him up perfectly?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, is the this is this type of um, coach when it comes to, when it comes and uh, on the pitch he, he used to come last because I think he he makes some tactical uh, work first in his office and then the players already you know warm up and just playing some rondo yeah and everything yeah. the post is set by his staff and then they give the beefs to the to the players some with the beef some without the beef maybe 10-10 or or 11-11 he just come with the ball and then he kicked the ball and see, <laughs> no player go for the ball every player has to run the whole piece like four times like, no he said yeah yeah, yeah. He, he does this every time he said you have to be ready when you see the two posts and you saw the goalkeeper that put there and you're playing the run when I kick the ball you always go <laughs> <laughs> because that, that, since he came, he came to Nap- Napoli in 2021. He took over. He has he has been like this. So I know him. So some of the new players that came, I told them in the preseason, hey guys, when you see the two post set like this, and we are playing like this, when you see the coach, he kicked the ball. Everyone has to run to the ball because we that work with him during the 2021 season. We know about we know about those things. Right. So, and he's more like aggressive, like winning give instructions <laughs> three, four times and the players, the player not getting the job done in the training, he get massively aggressive. Like he's so angry. He's really so angry. Like he could kick the ball away or he could take the, take off the beat. He wants to show this player that you can do what I'm asking you, just focus and listen. Do you understand? I yeah, mean, yeah. sometimes in training, we had some some differences in training. And after he would call me to his room, he would hold my neck and push me into his office.
2: Yeah. I think I saw, yeah, I think I saw a video once that you in training, you got a bit, yeah, a bit upset or something like that, you know, in training and something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but is that something that happens more in Italy? Because, you know, when I look at the the managers in Italy, you know, the, you got, it, it seems to, the manager seems to quite aggressive. Is that something that, The fans demand from the managers and from the players, because I was watching a couple of weeks ago, I was watching the Italian league. Uh, Juventus, Allegri took off his jersey. Did you see that? Took off his uh, um, uh, uh, jacket, his suit, threw it on the thing (laughs) and kicked the board. Uh, uh, He was so animated. He was so angry. But it looked like there's something that is- That's the Italian. Yeah. That's that's like the Italian because the Premier League players- Yes, they do get upset, but you don't see them react that way. Maybe that's like something that is that like an Italian kind of the fans demand that, or or, or that kind of shows that you care about the the club and you care about the the the, the players or something. I don't
0: know. I think I th- I, don't, I really don't know much about the other coaches, but you know, with Spalletti, spalletti he's just like I said earlier. He's really demanding, and he shows this even on the in the dressing room and also on the pitch. He could scream at anybody, like, you know, you don't care if you are Victor Simen or if you are, uh, I think the oldest player there is Mario Rui. He could scream at everyone because you have to do what he asks you to do. But of course, he knows that, oh, mistake is bound to happen in terms of of football on the pitch. But I think he's more, we know him. We know what he wants. We know how he's demanding. But of course, we wouldn't do 100% of what he's saying but he gets like, he's really the money and he's get, he gets aggressive when we don't get the job done. And most of, most of the time, when we get the job done, just like against Liverpool, I could remember against Liverpool, we had, for me, we had the perfect game of the season against Liverpool. We did so well. Boom! The next day in training, everyone, we were ready. We put the time, we were ready. We didn't have a day off. We, no. didn't the, we didn't have a Wow! Yeah, the, next day, the next day, we had, we had the you're training. You're back on the grind. Had, we're back on the grind, and he sent the staff, hey, put in the group. We had, um, there's a video video meeting. And we had the meeting, and again, he came. Sh- he choked everyone's hand, like, hello, how you doing, hope you're good. And then he started, boom, directly to the game. And he started calling names of everyone. We had the perfect game. We won, I think, 4-1 or 4-2, I, I, I think. 4-1, and then he started screaming. He started screaming, no, you don't have to make mistake like this <laughs> against this type of big team. You have to, hey, and he's speaking Italian, so the, the <laughs> Italian, when you speak, when you speak the, the Italian, you like, when you speak about these things, it's more- Yeah, it's more aggressive, aggressive. So yeah. They are like, and just like I said, he's the kind of coach that I've seen after Gattuso. Oh yeah, Gennaro. yeah, So Ganaro. They are so demanding and he is more composed. You know why I say he's more composed? Because in games like against Liverpool, against uh, Juventus, when we score, he doesn't celebrate. Everyone's going crazy, but he's just composed. Like he's he standing he loose and then he told us to to go back to play. I remember when I scored and I took off my, my shirt three days after I got my daughter and I took off my shirt. He didn't say anything. And then after the game, I went to the, to the dressing room and he came with me and he shook me in the hand. Hey, when you score, keep calm. Don't take <laughs> up your shirt. Keep, you know, like, keep calm. Don't, like, don't lose it. Just stay calm. Maybe you take a yellow card and you do something again and you take the red card. Keep calm. Yeah. If, yeah. He, told, yeah he told me this. He told me, like, specifically, if it's not that you became a father, you're going to pay 10,000 euros for what you think? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, he told me. And he passed the warning to the rest of the team. When you score, jubilate, celebrate. But stay composed. But don't, don't take off the shit. Don't yeah, take don't, it off. Do don't take, take the shirt off. So, just like I said earlier, he's in control. He is in control.
1: Was he like a father? Was he like a father figure to you, Victor? Did you look up to Luciano like you would look up to a, to a father figure? We spoke
0: a couple of times. We spoke a couple of times, like outside football. We used to speak to a couple of times. I used to text him a lot of time. He respond in like minutes. He respond and he speak with me. We talking in the in the training ground after after the training. Not just me. You know the rest of the rest of the, the the rest of the team can testify to what I'm saying. He's a good listener. It's what I love most about him. About mostly, his aside, his assistant Marco also. He's a very good listener. He doesn't really speak English, but when you want to speak with him, he listen, a listen. And Spalletti, for me, it's um, it's one of the best coach in Italy. I have to be honest. You know, I I think for what has done in a team like Napoli, I think for me it becomes the best coach in, in Italy currently
2: as, as it is now. Yeah. I think to take them, I mean, to take you guys to that victory to, you know, winning the, winning the, win the Italian league. But, uh, you know, I, I think maybe, I you know, I just need to go back to, to you know, to the Ballando. I might need to have, ask a very controversial question. You know,
1: oh, when I, <laughs> you love when, I
2: <laughs> when I look at the, you know, I don't know if you saw the, the African countries that voted for the, for the Ballando. Did you see that that most of the african countries i know okay I, I i'm not the one who goes with race or whatever i think when you deserve yeah, it yeah, you yeah. deserve it Absolutely. you know if you are men if if it's your turn it's your turn if you perform the well, you, sh- you deserve it you should have it but there is no african country at all that voted for for you on the d'Or. we had nigeria voted for Lionel messi are you kidding me? I mean, we have you who scored 31. what? 10? What? Yeah. For, 31. Yeah. And he scored 10. He was 10, the top 10 goal. Exactly. In half, 10 in the African before. combinations qualifiers. And, you know, we didn't have uh, Nigeria to vote for you. As yeah. Do you think that's a worry? Because obviously, we're trying to make sure our football and our players get the recognition that they deserve. But, you know, I know obviously Leona Messi or Haaland should should win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in some way we should have, you know, even if it's support Nigeria, own, support, support our own, you
0: know what I mean? Does that yeah, kind of like, yeah. How I, do you, I, yeah, what do you think about that? No, I, I, I for, for real, what you said, I just saw it today. Yeah. This morning. Yeah, I just saw it today. One of my, one of my friends showed it to me, but I, I feel like for me, everyone is entitled to their own opinion this this is this is what i i i always believe you understand and then um for me no one can deny the effort that i put in last season no one can try to downplay yeah. what i what i did the kind of season i did last season so i feel like everyone is entitled at the end of the day i came 8 even if i came 10 or 11 8 is I've massive, done so much my, massive massive i think i've done yeah yeah i think i've done so much for myself to get the recognition i'm having or the one I will continue to have. So for me, it doesn't really change anything. They could, they can vote for who they, who they like. You know, it's, it's all love. From my own side, I don't, I really don't put these things, these things into consideration because I mainly focus on the people that love me so much, wholeheartedly. The ones that support me, the ones that defend me, and everything like that. My family, my friends. These are the things that really matters to me. Not the ones that try to downplay everything that I've worked for, the season that I had. And then trying to put you know trying to put the credit on another man's um to another man, so for me it's uh, it's normal everyone is entitled to their own opinion, so it doesn't change anything I came out eight i'm proud of myself the people that that look up uh look up to me are also very um motivating by what i've what i've uh, what i've done so of course i think uh, it's a motivation for me too, but I will keep on yeah. keep it moving i don't i yeah. really don't care about that
1: you are the favourite, Victor. You'll be aware of this. You are the, the favourite to win the African Footballer of the Year Award, which I believe oh. is handed out. And I know Don't that's talk a about sore that. subject for you, John. <laughs> it's a very sore subject for you. Yaya Turi, if he's watching this, should he just mail that trophy to you? Yeah, he
2: needs to mail that trophy for me. What was it, 2013, 2013, 2012? 2013. 2013. I should have won. That I should have. Of it, was, you should. It, it was my trophy to be won. I won the. I won the African Cup. I won the Africa Cup Nations. I won the. I won the Champions League the year before. The year before that, and then I won the Europa League the year, yeah, 2013. Yeah. And Yaya only won what? Nothing. He didn't win. He didn't win anything. Nope. He didn't win anything. And coming into the 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 the, the ceremony, I thought I was.
1: Winning, you had your acceptance, yeah. <laughs> written out, John. you were there, and the winner is here. We go, here's my moment, mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my goodness.
2: <laughs> the information was, I was gonna win it, though. No, I was gonna win it, and I was a favorite to you know to win it. My agent said, you, you know, you've won it, and I was told by the by calf that you know I was winning it, and yeah, I was told, yeah, we were told by calf that I was winning, but. The crazy thing is that it was the first time a player will do a hat trick of winning the match. Right? Yeah. So they had to, they had to give it to Yaya. Had to give it to Yaya because wow. he was from Ivory Coast, and the 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 the, the calf president then was Issa Hayatu. Yes, it was Issa Hayatu. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I think he was from. I think he, is he it Ivory Coast? I've, says answers my question. He was from Ivory Coast. So. First time a player wins it, hat-trick. And yeah, I mean, I thought I was winning it because I had an amazing year. I had a year before that, I had an amazing year, had, just like you have, you know, uh, you know, we were winning everything at Chelsea and I was playing mostly, you know, most of the games. I was a starter. And you won the African Cup of Nations with Nigeria. Exactly. Won the African Cup of Nations. You know how difficult it is to win the African Cup of Nations with yes, your, yes, you know, with yeah, your countries. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, we yeah. did that. So I had an amazing year and I thought, okay, this was going to be my year but then you know i think i go robbed that's what i think definitely i go robbed uh of that of that uh award but i hope you now are going to you know it's your turn definitely i think you should win it
1: and victor i'm going to test your knowledge here do you know the last nigerian to win the african footballer of the year
0: I think it's uh, Kanuankwa. <laughs> he knows his stuff. <laughs> He's looked it up.
1: 1919. <laughs> 19, he has looked it up. Looked it up. <laughs> no, no, I don't have my phone on me.
0: But I, the thing is, that time I probably make a record or I set one. I always, when they list it, I always get the list of the Nigerian legends that have done it. So I had it in my. In my head, all the time. <laughs>
1: Like this. And have you got your acceptance speech written yet, like John did? <laughs>
0: I think so. I'm, 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 I'm writing it down like
1: this.
0: But, with, but, I think with, with, but I think with what he said now, I have to... Yeah, You have to be careful.
1: <laughs> you have to be careful. Thankfully, Yaya Touri's retired. That's the good news. But it would be a great honour. I know you've talked about, listen, you're doing it for yourself. What matters is scoring goals and winning for the collective. But to pick up african footballer of the year victor i mean what an award what an achievement that would be for you and your family
0: it's gonna be huge because i remember in 2016 i was the african youth player of the year so i was there when uh i think the same uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah two won it or young oh, I, I think so one of one of this these two so i, I was there and for me to be it to be a a huge one. I can't, I can't lie to it's going to be a, a huge one where we have the likes of uh, great player like uh, Salah, you know, Hakimi, uh, Mane, uh, Yusuf Ennaci and, 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 and the rest, and the Bono and the rest of them. So for me, it's a, uh, it's huge, and I think I've got, I've got a huge chance also.
2: This is Michelo B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea Milfreda, urging you all to sign up with BetWinner. BetWinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand a chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly.
1: Uh, I want to ask about a man that I actually have to get my phone up right now, Victor, because I cannot pronounce this fella's name. So I've written it down phonetically and I'm hoping I'm saying this correctly, okay? <laughs> so it's Kavicha, Kavicha, Kvavratz Gila. Is that right? Have I done okay?
0: <laughs> Zvicha, Zvicha. The first name is Vicha. Zvicha. Yeah, then the the, the 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 other name is Khoraskelia. Qu- yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. yes.
1: Yeah. this boy—I'm sure you've seen him. No, nah, I haven't he's really watched. He's a Georgian. Him. They're called oh, The Georgian guy Vardona, the one that the one that has the socks yeah. on. The, oh, he's like yeah, Jack Grealish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's
2: Jack Grealish. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Got yeah. The socks I haven't really—I haven't really watched him that much though.
1: This boy looks nah, special. How special is he, Victor? He's
0: a—I a, a, call him in, in in Italy. They say Maggio, That means for magician. He's a, hes a player. He's an extraordinary talent. For me, it's um, when he decide when he decide to play. I don't think I don't think I I can see any defender stopping him. It's it's really that good. It's really an amazing player. You know, he had amazing season last season when he when he came. He just picked it up from from where he stopped in um, in Russia where he was playing and came into the Syria and light it up. You know, for 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 a player like that, he's. For me, it's an extraordinary talent, just like I said. It's um I'm looking forward to quantify, you know, to put to put in words for him, but he's he's so amazing player and in the dressing room, he's, a, he's an amazing guy. He's, everyone loves him. So for me it's um it's cool that we, we complement each other and he's also a player that I really understood and he knows what I want and he knows where I want the ball and he he put it there. I think we we share almost he gave me almost eight assists. No, last season, so for me, it's, it's really, it's really an amazing, an amazing player.
1: Yeah, a boy from Georgia yeah. and a boy from Nigeria, and yet you've got this almost telepathic relationship. How does that happen? I've always been amazed at that, where you can't, you know, maybe he knows a little bit of Italian. He's probably learned that mm-hmm. now, but the, the footballing language... Is so unique to me because two boys with very different upbringings, and yet in that side, I watched an awful lot of Napoli last season. It was almost like he knew where you were going to run. You knew what he was exactly, going to do. Yeah, it, it was yeah. beautiful.
0: So when when he came, I was I came last uh, to the preseason. Here he was already there, and then um, he was training. They were playing the small-sided game. I was working with a with a with a fitness manager. And then i was seeing what he was doing and i was like oh he's this guy i said oh he's one of the the new guy he came uh, this morning and was doing something scoring goals with his feet and then when he when he's done um he came to the dressing room so i was alone i was just taking my stuff off and i called him hey bro i said sit where are you from like i was interested in like You know, getting to know him and trying to integrate him to the team, you know. Because you need him to give you those assists, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're trying to to bribe him. (laughs) So I I knew, I knew he could, he could do something because I already saw how the ball could be on his feet and the things he could do with the ball. So I was like, getting to interact with him and don't, you know, some players could come into the team and feel timid, you know, don't try to like, offend some kind of player that met there or something. So the, mostly me, I put him, draw him closer and like, you know, get, wanting to know him and telling him about the club, sometimes the rules and everything like that and he speaks English, like he speaks good English so we always talk on the pitch, of the pitch, he would call me and tell me, hey bro, when I get the ball, I need you to go to this way, I need you to go to that way so right, okay. it was like, really from the, it was not when the season started, it was really from the, from the preseason, we started to like, doing things together, you know, like, the way Messi does with Suarez and the way Neymar does with Suarez and the way they complement each other. So it was really so amazing for me and him to like come together and do these things. So it was not, people saw this at the, at the start of the season, they thought maybe it was, uh, yeah, it was something yeah. we started to learn and train. No, I remember the f- the first game, he scored the first goal for us, he equalized for us and then I was happy for him and I was like, hey, "Welcome, welcome to the league. And then he came to me and told me in the ear that he need me to score the second goal. That he need me to get my own goal in the game. I tell wow. you, against Verona, wow. we won five. We won five. Uh, I think five two. Yeah, he had two. He had two assists and one goal. And he told me that he needs me to to get my own goal in this game. And boom! Before the second half, wow, he got the equalizing. I got the the lead. So I got the, I got wow. The goal. So then we were like having. Amazing season, you know, he was doing so, so well. Like we were complimenting each other. Not just for me, for the rest of the, the team also. So he was doing so many things. Even in training, he would do some kind of things, cause some kind of crazy goals that like everyone was like, oh, bro, bravo, Quara, bravo, you know, this type of thing. <laughs> so for me, it was <laughs> it was really easy for, for us to like compliment, compliment each other. I think is really good. The chemistry was there. Everything was moving, it was moving really fine. I was interested in the way he feels as uh, in the club when it when it came because I wanted him to feel more good because of course Naples yeah. the, the city is full of love you know the, the people show love to to every each of, every one of the the players so I knew he could get even the same love just like every other players and and then boom. You know, he started becoming a, a, an household name there, and everyone, yeah. you know, yeah. loves him and
1: everything like that. I've got to ask about Naples. John goes back to London. He can't move down King's Road because the Chelsea fan stops <laughs> wherever this fan goes. He's a blues <laughs> legend. What is Naples like? Yeah, I went there. We, we went there when we got beaten
2: three one. I think it was in the Champions League when they had Cavani, Lavezzi. Cavani, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Champions yes. League, mate. We got smashed. And mate. then you smashed them yeah, back. Yeah, we smashed in the them bridge. back, and the staff were breached. Yeah, but I mean, the host, the hostility at the ground. Paulo, oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. It was crazy. Really? We couldn't hear a word that the manager was saying to the players. In the, because of the room. No, no, no. On the pitch. Because, because, of because of the noise. Because of the noise, the whistling, the noise, the screaming. It was so hostile that we couldn't hear anything. All we could hear was the goals going in. <laughs> Boom, it was a goal. Cavani scored. It was a score. It was crazy. But yeah, we left, we left the game just, it was so chaotic. It was so disorganized. We didn't know what was happening. All we could see was the ball going into our net.
1: One of the craziest atmospheres you've what ever. One of the
2: craziest atmosphere. I w- I've yeah, always said. Yeah. I've always said Liverpool is one, but Naples at that night. Oh my god! It topped it. It topped it. Really It topped it.
0: It was so. so if crazy. that's an
1: opposition player, it must make you feel ten feet tall, Victor, playing in front of that crowd week in week out.
0: It's not when you come out of the you know the tunnel heading to the beach. It's from your hotel. Yes, from the team's hotel. The atmosphere is. It's unbelievable. Mostly in the Champions League game oh. against Liverpool, against Liverpool, it was hell of a night. Before we could sleep, you know, the, the the police has to come there and like, oh, the player has the players have to sleep because they were gazed up about this game. They were like pumped up. They needed the game to be like in in in, in, <laughs> in one hour. In <laughs> yeah, like in, in an hour. So when when we arrived at the stadium, they moved the car. Everyone was in front of the, the balls, they're hitting the balls. They were like cheering us up with the flame of the blue flame of the whole city because the, the the stadium is in the middle of the city. So there were like houses, houses that surround the stadium. So the stadium is in the middle. In the middle, yeah. The people, the old, yeah, the the old, the old people at the balcony, they were still cheering for their team. And like this, you know, as a football player, you see this type of atmosphere. You just want to go on the pitch yeah. immediately. You just want to be on the pitch, even when the when when we were trailing or when we're leading, they don't stop. The noise don't stop. They go so hard and everything like that, and they are so big. On Maradona, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah,
1: they
0: are so big. It's, it's more like a demigod for them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I used to I used to say I used to say in every interview when I'm asked about this question that nothing a player could do. For them, you know, they can idolize you as a player for what you've done, but they can never be the same. Nothing, the no, league, no, 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 it can never be the same. You know, and every, he's,
2: yeah, he's he's idolized. He's like a god. He's like god yes. in Naples. I mean, the, the, the yeah, I remember we 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 went for a walk in the morning, and and all you could see. Paintings. On the buildings, the paintings, the yeah, 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 the paintings of him. I think there was there's even one where there's this painting, and and people go there to like worship, worship, like they go to pray,
0: wow. yeah, yeah,
1: on his picture. Victor's gonna have one now. Yeah, Victor, Victor, Victor's gonna, gonna have one you. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Victor.
0: Because when when you go for every corner of the city, you see his mural there. You see, there's a famous one that that it's a window it's a big more of Maradona I think when you saw the painting you know it's long years back so there's a window is the the it's a famous one where the, the Tories go there to to take a picture there everyone even when argentina won the won the won the world cup everyone was there thousands of people go there but guess what I have not been there all my life since I arrived there
1: really you haven't
0: wow wow yeah, I haven't wow. been there wow when you go there, because I want to go there to take picture.
2: But you can't. Yeah. They're going to, the fans, the
0: fans, they're going to. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's all love. You you understand, but I haven't really been there. You know, most of the time I haven't been there at all. Not really been there. I haven't been there. I haven't seen it. I only saw it on the internet, you know, sometimes on Twitter, on Instagram. This is the only place where I, where I see it. But of course my daughter, has been there multiple times. Oh wow. Oh she has. There. Oh wow. That's good. That's she has good. been there.
1: My family came, they went there, my friends came, they went there, but I've not been there. Uh, and Victor, in Naples, when you're walking around, I, I mean, I have this image, as John's already alluded to. It's a it's a mad city. It's football through and through. You guys are demigods. What are, what is it like for you? Can you walk down the center of Naples?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no it's <laughs> it's even the same it, let's not even talk about you know like the, the main city when you go to the training to the training ground you see these people in the sun in the rain in cold weather they're outside the kids are outside they move the car they want to take autograph they want to take a picture with you they want to you know just familiarize with you yeah. I think these people naturally come from the, from the city because this is not normal in some kind of, like I don't want to say some kind of cities where the play where the, there's a football team there, but this is not normal. In Napoli, they are bent on their football. They are bent. It's like it's a tradition for them. It's a tradition for them. The 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 badge for them is is more like yeah. is an amazing thing for them. That's why every player get the love. I don't know if you understand. Every player get get the love. When I what I've seen with my eyes, what I've seen, the things that they do to me, you know, in my house, come to my house. Most of the time, I go to get something or they deliver some, some waters for me, some beverages. I don't pay. Wow! If I go to, to wow. pizza, yeah, I don't I don't pay. You understand? Wow. For me, it's, I, don't I wish know, you got that when in you lunch. lunch? To, <laughs> when, you, when you when you when you try to pay, when you try to pay, they say no. Thank you for what you've done. You know, for 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 the for the for the city and everything like that, and I could remember last season when we were like um, eight points behind the second place, eight points. They already start decorating the city. Yeah. They were painting blue. They were doing a lot of things. There's this famous Vesuvio where they used to they they call it Vesuvio. They tried to you know they build the thing in the middle of the city. is like a is like a volcano. They built it. They built in the middle of the city. They were they started to celebrate. You know, you see, you see grown men of 50 years old, 55, 60, you know, come in front of your car, accompanied by the grand, by the granddaughter or the grandson, you know, come to tell you it could mean a lot to us if we win the scudetto. You know, these things, I don't think I'm the only one hearing these things. I think the rest of the players also could testify, you know, t- tell you about the last time they won it. They were like 13 years old. They were like 12 years old. They were, you know, yeah. when you listen to these things, and then I, I remember when we were getting closer and closer and closer, there was a time, a night like that, we received a message from the group. It was Paletti? The message was a long message. You know, he sent it in English, he sent it in, in Italian. It's a very emotional um, message. And you could think the guy was born there. But he knew everything about the city. He knew everything about the club and everything like that, and the, the tradition of the club. So he was highlighting all how it could be when we, when if we you, finally yeah, if you finally win the it, tr- yeah, yeah, win the scudetto. You know, like he said, your name will be forever yeah. remembered, like forever for years to come. Even when we've gone to, when we've gone, your name will be remembered. Yeah.
2: Your kids, your kids, I remember will that. Be yeah, I remember something Whenever like that. Stick. I remember yeah. when we won the Champions League. Yeah, something like that. I think the night before we won the Champions League, um, you know, we went to training and then we went to training on the ground in, in in Munich, and then we came back to the hotel. We had dinner, and obviously, what happens at night when you a Champions League night? We you go to training, come back, and then straight away you go. We 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 normally go dinner. And then after dinner, we go to meeting and from meeting, we go to bed. So we did that, and then we went to the meeting and this was the Champions League final, you know, the night before the biggest game of our lives. So we were sitting there, five minutes, we were sitting, five minutes past. This massive screen, five minutes passed and there was no one waiting. So oh, we are waiting for the manager and obviously Roberto Di Matteo, he was nowhere to be found. Right. And we were thinking, what's happening here? So we're just waiting, 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 and all of a sudden, boom! The big screen go off. He walks in, and big screen go off. And it was a video of every single player from the mom, the father, wow. either the mom, the father, the, pa- the the parents, the siblings. Mate, they were they went everywhere. It doesn't matter where your family were. They went to Nigeria, no. to find my brother. They went to every single place to find every family member to get a message from them to say how much that meant to us. If we want that, it was the most amazing team talk ever. Nobody expected that. Nobody, I mean, they never asked me where my family were or where my brother is or where my, they never asked any questions to anybody. They just took that upon themselves, went and looked. Everywhere around the wall and got the videos. So we're just sitting and you your turn comes on, and it's your either Go your on. wife or your dad or your mom. Brother. Tears were running down. Really? In that mid tears. I saw my brothers like there is no way I'm not winning this game tomorrow. There is no way I'm not winning wow. this game tomorrow. Uh, and, and and I think that's what spurred me that I had the best game of my Life. It was my best game of my career, the Champions League final. And for me, that was the best team talk. I went to bed. I, I couldn't wait for the game to, to 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 come on. And I think that's what spared us on. Like, you know, you could see grown men crying. That their parents, their mom, yeah. their dad was just saying emotional words and telling us how much it means if we could be the first yes. team in London. And the first team for Chelsea mm. to win the Champions League. It meant so much for us. And we, we were so happy. We
1: went on and we delivered. And exactly like Victor. Exactly like Victor. An athlete, yeah. did. And yeah. that was just a WhatsApp, Victor, that Luciano sent you later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So,
0: so we sent it. And just like, just like me and everyone, you know, I've got like a lot of goosebumps because I have not won any trophy in my professional career. The only trophy that I won is with the, the, the national team on the 17th. So for me, I was really like, I want to win this. I I don't want to have it in my head that we were we were eight points, you know, ahead and we lost the league. So it was motivating for us, and that text message was like more of a turning point again because in every game that we play, we don't want we don't care who we are playing. We play as a team. We defend as a team. We attack as a team. So it was like, if we don't win this game, we're doomed. So every game we pushed on, we pushed on, we pushed on. And most of the time we don't really watch the video of our opponent. We don't stay too long. Most times 15, 10 minutes. We saw what we want to do and we go to do tactical outside. But the words that Spalletti mm. will say to us, to each player, I remember what he said, um, against Juventus when we had the away game, if we win that game, automatically, you know, how they put it statistically, we are mathematically. I mean, yes. we already, yeah, yeah. We already won it. So we had uh, the game was goalless, not not so good first half from us. Was the game was was like imbalance. So second half we came, he came inside. He didn't scream at anyone. He didn't talk. He told all of us to like stand up. He looked it everyone's eyes. Like he comes to you, he look into your eyes. He moved to the nurse person, He come. He come. He comes. That must be scary, man. Eh? Everyone, but <laughs> but the doctors. Everyone, the the team manager who we were there and he stood in the middle. And he said, "In his life, he has played, he has coached almost one thousand plus games. He hasn't won a trophy, and a lot of you here hasn't won any also." I don't want to be a trophyless one. I'm sure you don't want to be a trophyless, you know, player or something. But you have an opportunity in your hand that you can change your life. Not money wise, you can put yourself in a history book. And when you talk about history book, when you talk about the big clubs, you know, this these clubs are like condemned to win trophies in each season. This club because they are used to it. So Napoli, he's been thirty three years their last warning, but if you win this game, we can go home to Napoli and you're going to see at the airport, what I've been telling you guys about, mm. you want to win this game. Everyone screaming Italian. Yes. We yeah. want to win. Yeah. Like, I remember Everyone yeah. scream. Yeah. And then we went on the beach. We were playing, playing, playing. Just like I said before on the bench, the whole team was ready. 100% we were so focused. Like nothing was even distracting us. And then comes the the guy, Raspadori. He came from the bench. Bam, bam, bam. He hit the goal. In the in the dying minutes, 1-0 in Turin. You know what it is to play in Turin against Juventus in their own home. A difficult ground to win. With our small fan that came to, 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 to support us. When the goal came in, boom. He didn't say anything. We celebrated. We we celebrated. And then he he called the captain to pass the information. We were closer to to history. We are closer to history. Give everything you can. And we only direct you from here. You have to play the game. And then the, the captain came. He spoke to this, the nearest guy. The nearest guy passes to the nearest guy. nearest guy passes to the nearest guy. And then everyone was ready. We were pushing so hard. We were pushing so hard. The final whistle... He went inside. He never spoke <laughs> to us until we got to the hotel. He never spoke to us. He went inside. He took a shower. It was at the it was in the bus already. We were still celebrating with our fans. We were we were celebrating and everything like that. And then we got to the we got inside the bus. He spoke to us and he said, Congratulations. But it's not over yet. You know, we still have more like we still have more like six games to go but already we already won when you when you calculated the points we already won the league and they said yeah but we still have to finish the job and then we got to naples exactly what he said to us in the dressing room i don't think the fans are more than 15000 if i am not mistaken wow the whole airports the road the road was shut down was closed for you guys they already Yes, they already wow. have the flame up with the with the banners. You see the little kids clucking the neck, the 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 old people coming with the, with their grandson, with the sons, with the daughter. Everyone was screaming. Everyone had I have, the, I have the, the video. And when I look at those things, I never believe we are the ones that did such amazing season. It's Africa, yeah, you know, it's yeah. historical. It's historical because we did it. With a, with a city that's so passionate about football. A city that, in terms of trials and tribulations and everything you're going through, that will stop by you, that will stick with your club. So for me, this is the most thing that gives me chills every time. You know, when I wake up every time, knowing fully well that hey, I want the Scudetto with Napoli, it's a huge feeling for me. You know, you could walk around, you could drive around, and everyone stop your car and just to say thank you. You know, like, it's amazing, thank yeah. you very much. I've it's, got goosebumps. Yeah, me too. I, I
1: mean, you say you've got chills, Victor. I've got goosebumps listening <laughs> to you talking about it. This is, this is,
0: is for me, it's so amazing. It's it's unbelievable. You know, even two games to the end of the season, two games, you know, the, the, the training ground was thrown open. You know, like, the fans could come in the training, they could watch us train the the whole training was full. The could watch us train, so we're trained. And most of the time, we go we go with them, we sit with them, we talk about everything, we sign autograph. You know, it was... It was so amazing. Every, the whole city was happy. And when, when you come, you see each of the players' Jesse, in the house, houses of every Napolitans. You see the banner of me, you see the banner of Quara. you see the banner of uh, Di Lorenzo, Frank. Everyone, you go to the city... You see the it's um, is unbelievable. Unreal. It's, that's amazing. For me that's amazing. I for me, I I used to say I I've I'm into seven years of my career already, and I've never seen, I have really never seen a more passionate city of football like Napoli.
1: Right then, answer me this question. You've painted a beautiful picture there, Victor. Uh, Your End of your third season, you end 33 years of hurt. You climb the Everest for Napoli. Uh, I mean, that's the one they wanted. Forget the Champions League. Winning the Scudetto was the one that all residents of Naples wanted to win. Luciano Spalletti then says, guys... I've stayed too long at the training ground I've done what I set out to do be honest Victor did any part of you think in the summer maybe I need to move on now maybe I've achieved all that I need to achieve at Napoli just how close did you come to leaving the football club in the summer
0: I have to be honest I never thought of it as, as at first because I after the after the last season I was still before I traveled I was still in, in Napoli. So I met with the people, you know, with the people in charge. We spoke about, we spoke about everything, and they, they, they let me know um, that maybe they will not, you know, like let me go or something like that. But then, when this, you know, when this um, offer came from that the other the other clubs, it was it was amazing. And when the huge one came, it was it was tempting. It was a, a bit to refuse. Which one is a huge one? I don't know about the
2: huge one. Which one is a huge one? I don't know about the huge
0: one. From the, you know, from like, from the Saudi, from the Saudi Oh, club, there you was, go. No, I was, yeah, it out. Yeah, it was a, it was a big, it was a big one. And then I had, um you know, I had a meeting with the, with, 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 the, attorney, with the, with the society. We had, those like, three times meeting. I spoke about them and we, we tried to see how we could go about around it. And then finally, you know, I spoke with the coach also. He spoke to me on which he told me about the plans. And uh, of course, um, I, I buy into the, into the idea, you know, so I, I was like, okay, I made up my mind. I made up my mind personally to, you know, to stick with the team and everything like that. So it was like, um, it was not more like it, it happens overnight. It was something that we already spoke about it. Um, after the end of, end of last season, we spoke about my future and, uh, and everything. So I was trying to evaluate the, you know, to try to see, um, the options for me was best for my, you know, for my, for my career, because if I'm to move on with my life, I have to, you know, to keep building on this momentum on, on, on just like what I said, and then also I have to keep on, you know, to, to step up, to step up my game and to, and to be there. You, you understand. So for me, it, um, it's something that we have already discussed at as as um, the end of last season, but of course, you never know what the future holds, and um, we'll see. We'll see at the, end, at the end of at the end of summer.
1: Can I ask, Victor, as, as a little boy growing up in Nigeria, what was the league that you enjoyed the most? You know, uh, John's told us that you know the Premier League in England is big in Nigeria, La Liga, Syria. Yes. What was what was the league that you were brought up with? And there's been a lot of speculation on our YouTube channel about who you supported as a boy. Who was your boyhood team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the
1: Premier League yeah
0: no i I, I don't have a, I don't have a team in the Premier League but I usually put on two um I had two Jesse that I took from my from my brother because I played football I played grass football I had a had a one with um I had a one with Chelsea and I had a one with man United when they had the the boat the voter the voter bo- the the phone the one the one with a border phone, Okay, uh, the one that yeah, the, the one, one, that, that, the one was, that John
1: was, wore first as well, Victor. <laughs> the one that John put on first, uh, the club that he should have joined, and then he ended up at Chelsea.
0: <laughs> so I, I used to, I used to. But I've got a lot, of, a lot of my friends uh Chelsea fan. Few of them are uh, Man United. You know, like, you know. In, but we watch in Nigeria. Just like he said, everyone watch Premier League the most, the most so for me it's, uh, it's something that we, we really enjoy watching every time most of the time we watch la liga or we watch CR too but the premier league is is something that is a unique is a unique one for every african african country because it's, a, it's an exciting football that play there and uh, it's really it's really very in the intensity is really high there so for me it's uh it's something that that is really huge in, in Africa. Obviously,
1: I want to be respectful to Napoli. Your future is there. I'm picking up two things. You had a big offer from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia yeah. in the summer. I wish I was getting a big offer. I wish. I wish I did as I well. I wish, wish I did teacher. as well. We could all be making. I wish money. I did
2: as well. But, but, but I think when I look back at that time, when I had the when I had about the rumors, uh, my my initial thought was, I just I just. I know, obviously, you know where we're from, everything, the whole struggles and everything. But I just thought, okay, 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 it's not like yeah. it's your first offer. You know, you've been the, you've been, you've played, you've been in Europe. You've, you know, you've, you've, you've done well for yourself. I, I was thinking, please, please, Victor, don't. I, I just think it's not the time to go because I know you can achieve so much more. Um, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. And that's why I I was happy that you you didn't take the offer. I know it's crazy money. I know it's amazing money, it will change everything. You know, just two years of that, of playing in in Saudi will change everything for your life. You know, you don't have to work anymore. Your kids don't have to work anymore. Grandkids, Grandkids don't have to work anymore. I know all that, but I just thought, you know, I just hope he stays. I just hope he stays at Napoli or maybe next season, which I know you're going to come to Chelsea. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm going to be the agent to to broker that deal. right now. <laughs> so you, are 100% coming to Chelsea next season. I'm going to make sure that it happens because we're crying out for someone like you. We're yeah. crying out for someone since the big man left. Obviously, you know, Didier Drogba left the club. My, my teammate, you know, we haven't had anybody with that figure that stature that 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 personality and 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 someone who can score goals in big games and somebody who can depend on on you know scoring goals and I just feel like you are that person you will fit right in at you know what we need to achieve at the club because we're crying out for someone who will get us goals and I think that's what you will give us so I personally think so I hope you wait. Yeah. Yeah. Saudi, Saudi can wait. Give us, give us two, three years at Chelsea or four years and then maybe Saudi <laughs> can happen. But, but yeah, Chelsea next season. I, 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 I hope you come at the club. It's amazing. I'm obviously to live in London. We don't have the best weather, but everything else is amazing. Trust me. The club. Uh, he, people at the club the, the training ground everything is absolutely amazing
1: you sound like the owner of the football club <laughs> making a pitch Victor you pick whoever you want to pick Victor come to he, Man United he's a Man United <laughs> fan that's oh, yeah. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> come talk to Alfred, Victor we need you but in all seriousness does the Premier League and, and John's right he is absolutely right you know the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia are doing wonderful things but you've got many more years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stay in unit for, for the foreseeable future, Victor?
0: Of course, yeah, of course. I think um, what you said is true. And, um, you know, I had this um, thought. It was, in August, was a huge, that week was really a huge one, a huge decision for me to take. But I actually put everything in God's hand. And, uh, you know, the more the more I said no to these people, the more they increase it, the more yeah, they increase of it. So yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was literally, it was literally like, wow. So this is like yeah. for you, you know, seeing these yeah. things. And then I spoke. I spoke also with the, you know, with the people in charge, and um, they spoke. We spoke about it with my club and everything like that. And then we see what we could do, and then we decide. Me and me and me and me and uh, me and them. And then I, I told them, listen. They I, I I like these people. I want to I we I will stay and everything like that for now. I I don't think um I wanna leave for this for the for now. So then they they understand where I'm coming from and everything like that. But they they never gave up. They never gave up until the end of their own, the transfer you no know, their own transfer transfer yeah, window. Yeah, they never gave up. And I, I but I, I said to them even before we played the first game of the season, I said to them, "Now, for me, it, uh, it's done. I really don't want to go back. Thinking, I really don't want to go back. Of course, it's a huge one, just like you said. It's an amazing one that's gonna change, you know, change my life. Even super, really amazing. You, get, you understand? But of course, I had to make the decision that is quite good for my career too. In as much as we play the football for money. There's some some sort of honor that comes with that comes with it, so mm-hmm. uh, to just mm-hmm. you know just like that
1: before you came on Victor John w- was talking up the fact Didier Drogba you know I was making some comparisons Didier Emmanuel Bayor, when I watch you I see a little bit of Emmanuel and I was asking uh, John about does he see Didier in you and, and I guess the greatest compliment that John gave you Victor is that yeah, he sees a little bit of Didier there's a stature there you play you're aggressive you know you, you give defenders a headache from minute one to minute 90 a little bit of arrogance yeah, yeah. A little bit of that arrogance required as well, yeah. Victor. I mean, who did you look up to? Who do you model your game a- alongside and on?
0: Did you drop, uh, You know, I, I remember when I, when I was still playing grassroots football. Uh, so we were done with with the game. but I did well. And then there was a guy, he loves football a lot. And then he, he called me and said, do you know the kind of player you are playing like? Or you? I think you're trying to become like, I said no. I just I just played my play my game. He said, uh, "Do you know Drogba?" I said, "Of course, everyone knows Drogba." And he said, "Go go to YouTube, go to, go to look into his into his comps and 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 then pick one or two things you can from from his game that you think you lack. If you do this and you are dedicated about these things, I think you're gonna really be on top in a few years' time. This is like, if I'm not mistaken, like twenty something years ago. You know, and then I I told my brother about it and um, then we used to use his phone to, to look at it. Then I saw that if I add this quality that is good at, into my game, I try to learn one or two things from his game. I think I can really come out on top just like this guy advised. So every time I would use my brother's phone or I go to this guy's house that advises me, I will use his, his, his laptop to watch the video. Then I go on the pitch. I try to learn one or two things and everything like that. And then I saw that I started to build in more and more confidence in looking at his game, the way he's aggressive, the way he has this eye for goal and the way he's, this killer instinct in in in, in the box. is yeah. unbelievable the way Drogba does this thing. And I'm still really like, really learning because I think there are some sort of areas that I lack, you know, in this, in this type of situation. But Drogba comes out really big in this type of situation and then me i i think i lack in this type of in this type of situation and i i'm still learning trust me i'm still watching a lot of drogas a lot of <laughs> i'm still watching it as well as some other amazing strikers uh we've got some legends of strikers we've got so for me it's um it's really huge and then at the world cup when they asked me i said did you drop and then in after like three days again one of the guys showed me the tweet he made I can't lie he's still mad, <laughs> you know, acknowledging that you know
2: he said he said oh no no tell him to so stop much. tweeting you about know. you don't worry about that tell him to stop <laughs> tweeting about you I got it don't worry about it tell him to back off I know I know what he's trying to do I know I, I know him he's my friend don't worry about it
0: <laughs> so the the, 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 the the highlight the highlight of everything is that last last season he texts me he text me on Instagram You know, you wake up seeing someone you admire so much, someone you idolize so much, you know, wake up and go on Instagram message and see DJ Droba with a verified page. At first, I went on this page to see if it's the real one. Then I saw, wow. And I was I took a screenshot of it. And then I I replied and, and, you know, the message was really inspiring and encouraging to me. And uh, it was advising me to keep it all that, is watching me that is rooting for me and everything like that. You know, I you know, I've got this motivation that I needed. And then seeing your idol takes you, you know, motivating you also. Like it's a huge one for me. It's like a double motivation. So for me, I like, oh thank you so much. I, I, I really appreciate. Yeah. I haven't met him in person. I think I think senior man is gonna do it. No me. amazing guy. Try to meet him in person. <laughs> I need to meet nope. him in person. Yeah I amazing guy amazing,
2: amazing. no amazing so guy. I, need, I think I yeah I think when you meet him, I think both of you, you know, I think you guys are going to, you know, the chemistry is going to be good. You guys, you know, like you said, there's a lot of similarities when you guys play, when you, you know, when you play as well. Uh, amazing guy, top, 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 top guy. A guy we depended on for so many years. Yeah. Um, when it comes to big games, you know, he was, for us, he he was the guy. I mean, we had the likes of John Terry, Frank Lampard, obviously. Two uh, wonderful, wonderful footballers. Um, but then when it came to the big games, the Didier. big games, when the big games is the big game, there is one person, it's DDA, And he knows that is his stage to shine. He always saves his whatever craziness or whatever he does for the big game. So, um, and he always, he, you know, he always delivers. And, um, and, and I think um, you have everything, all the attributes, all the, when I see you, even your run and everything, the way you hold or play, it just screams Didier. So I I just hope, you know, you continue with that and, you know, continue improving. Obviously, you know, like you've said, getting to the top is, 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 is one thing, but,
1: you know,
2: you know, we stayed for there for a long, long time. You know, I stayed at the top for 11,
0: years. That's why, that's why the most decorated. You know, (laughs) You, want know. For culture, you know, <laughs> that's why they are there, you know, it's something people think is just to emulate the people that win trophies, no, but he has been there. He went there and he stayed there yeah, yeah. on top of his game. I never changes. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult, you know. There's a lot of destruction in this in this generation. So
1: yeah, <laughs> and, and Victor, obviously, African Cup of Nations is around the corner. You know how big of it, and then you know finishing up, and then finishing up very soon. How big is it for you as a proud Nigerian to pull on that Super Eagles jersey, but how massive would it be for you to follow in the footsteps of John Obi McKellen and his era and his teammates and win the African Cup of Nations for the country?
0: It's not going to be easy, but of course, um, I think he can also agree with us that in this current Super Eagles, we've got the talent, you know, we've got what it takes to do so well you know putting the putting the the jersey of the super Eagles is a privilege it's not it's not really our bet right you know it's a privilege because we've got millions of players that could wear the jersey also and do even much you know better than us so we we're just privileged to be to be called upon to represent the the, the badge but of course the nation's cup is coming up uh it's a big task for us it's a huge one and then um just like I say, it's not going to be easy. But of course, I think we've got the talent to to do so well in this game as well as winning it. But just like you said earlier, the the the, the football, the European football and African football is a whole different kind of ball game. So I think uh, we are ready. We've got one month before the before the start in, in January, and we're going to prepare so well um, and then go there to to give our all as well as um, winning it. But just like we said, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy. Uh, I've had the experience before, I go for five minutes in 2019 and of course he was not <laughs> an easy one. He has, been, he has been there, he has won it. So I think for us, um, for me, personally, it's a big challenge, you know, to try to emulate uh, what he's done because he's brought a, a lot of respect to the national team. He alone, single seen lead us to the 20, 2013 um, triumph, I watch him on TV and the likes of Ahmed Moussa and the rest of them. You know, for us going there, I'm going there fully like a full Super Eagles player. For me, it's, uh, it's going to be a huge one. And I'm going to give my all, just like the rest of the team. We're going to compliment each other to make sure we come out on top in this tournament.
1: How humble is he, John? He's, he's very, very humble, humble In
2: not yeah, I, I told man. you, he's very humble. He's very Unbelievable. humble. But then when he stops on that pitch, you know, this, this arrogance that you need as a top, as a top, top striker, which he has, But you know, when you see him, when he comes up to you, when he speaks to you, he's very humble, he's very respectful. But then when he goes on the pitch, I like that. I you, He needs that to be able to perform. and He's got that.
1: Can I just say, Victor, forget following in the footsteps of Didier Drogba. It's Odie and Egalo. You want to follow in the footsteps of Egalo and come to Man United. That's my message.
0: Egalo okay? <laughs> is actually, he's actually my, my big brother. I love him a lot. Even in 2019, after when I... When I Go to go to Michael. I speak with him. You know, advice he sought me and um, me and Samuel and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I will go to I will go to Igalo. Also, we speak about a lot of things, yeah. how we started and everything like that. These people are motivation to me, and I I tell you this. I will say it again, not because I'm here with on life with you and him, or because I know Igalo personally, but it's because of the love and respect. I have for them, and I, I hold them on high team forever. For me, it's it's really a privilege, you know. Thank when you. he texts me to check up on me about the things that happened, yeah, I never believed it was him. I, trust <laughs> me, I never believe it. I, no, no, I'm, I'm being I'm being honest. I never believe it was him. I, I told I told my family. I said I because everyone, Mikhail is a of name in Nigeria in world football. So I said, hey, you know who just called me now? Like who called me now? I said, I just spoke with Michael on the phone. They were like, "Oh wow, what did he say? What did he say?" I said, "Yeah, he's encouraging me to, you know, it's 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 a privilege for me. I appreciate. I appreciate you one hundred percent. Thank you, thank you." So about both of you, then we we really. Have
2: to be- <laughs> no, I mean, I had to, I, you know, I had to check up on him. You know, I, I knew what was happening, and um, you know, I know how sometimes how difficult it is. You know, when things like this happen in a in a football club, and. Also, when he's becoming this 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 household name, he's becoming this top striker. That you know he's becoming, you know, it, this you know the, the things will come across whereby you, you know he has to deal with. And then it was my it was my I just thought you know I w- I was watching Sky Sports the other day and I thought you know I saw it and and I called somebody. I said you know what can I can you send me over Victor's number? I need to give him a call and to check up on him and see how he's doing just to make sure he's fine. I did. And, you know, uh, and we spoke about it, you know, and and he told me he was fine. And he, he, you know, he appreciated my phone call. And I was so, I I was so happy to know that, you know, that he was feeling really well. And, uh, and he, and I told him that this is things you have to go through. Uh, We all went through it. You need to become stronger. You need to stay strong. You need to show now uh, to those people, how much you want to grow and who you are. And he did. Yeah, he came on the nice game. What he scored? Scored a goal? He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you know, and, it and just that's, shows.
1: That's it, Victor. Through all of this, you're a better person. You're stronger for it. what You've gone through.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think for each challenges that I've that I've been through, I think I, I used to have my moments where I reminisce on these things, just like when I reminisce on my game, whether I've got a good game or a bad game. Even in life, I used to sit and reminisce because I look at I look back then, a few years back, in this type of situation, it could have been messy, even more messier. You know, I know what I could have done and everything like that. But then I started to grow, I started to learn, I started to even pray more, you know, for God to lead me and everything like that. I've got some amazing people around me that give me some candid advice and everything like that. So I think I'm I'm still growing. I'm still young. You know, I'm on the right path, you know, and then uh, I think I will keep on learning and then the future is bright. So I just have to keep on keep on growing and keep on learning from the people that have been there, such as him, you know, a big inspiration for me, you know, to try to move in in, in their path, you know, in trying to get a a, a better career and, and be and be a better man.
1: Absolutely. What a beautiful words as well. And listen, I wish you all the very best, Victor. You've got a big, you know, eight, nine months ahead. African Cup of Nations at the start of the year. And winning the Scudetto again under Rudy Garcia, Napoli can do it again this season?
0: I think so. The season is still young. We just started and uh, not so good, uh, not so good, um, not so good thing going on. But I think that the team is really focused. The coach knows what he's doing and uh, I'm in support of him also. And um, um, the team is the team is well. Not so many injuries aside from me. Um, I'm hoping to come back soon to join the party because we've been doing quite well. So I just want to do so much for the team and try to to see if we could win another trophy and get on with my get on with my life. And um, of course, I think uh, the season is still young. We can we can actually do something really amazing such as uh, last season.
1: Of course, John, the message from us is remember us when you get that move to St. Louis. <laughs> yes, remember no, no, us. No, no. to Chelsea first. To Chelsea first. Chelsea first. Chelsea first. <laughs> Chelsea first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Man United and then the cross over <laughs> to the kingdom, Victor. But uh, all jokes aside, it's been an absolute pleasure, hasn't it, John, to have yeah. this young man, a man with a massive future in the game.
2: You know, yeah, it's been amazing, and I hope you quick recovery, and I hope you recover as quickly as possible to join the party, like you said. And um, and I'm wishing you and the national team as well, Nigeria, all the best in the tournament. I think I will be there also to see, um, yeah. hopefully, yeah, to watch the games and uh, and to and, and to support you guys. So, um,
1: and I guess the last one, Victor, to all to all the kind of Napoli fans, to the Nigeria fans who have supported you. What would your message be to anyone who supported you throughout your career?
0: Personally, for me, I I owe a lot that I've achieved in my career so far to the ones that who support me. Even the ones that I know and the ones that I don't know, I always appreciate them. I always put them in my prayers because some of them might be going through some kind of situation, and then there's the fine ch- chance to to watch my game, to support me, to defend me, and everything like that. I hold them on I team, and I want to say thank you very much for for the love, for the support the motivation you guys have given me in, in times of um uh, solace and triumph also I, I appreciate everything and it means a lot to me and keep supporting me I will continue to make you guys proud I appreciate you and God bless you
1: beautiful words Thank you. Victor James Aussie, me, I've said that right. Aussie, man, yeah. Aussie
0: <laughs>
1: And I'm loving the James as a middle name as well. Victor, what a man. What an absolute pleasure it has been to have you on Thank the only so one podcast made possible by Betwinner. Don't be a stranger, my friend. And the best of luck for the rest of the season.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Sinoma. Thank you
2: very much. Good luck. Huh? Thank, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is Mikelo B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea midfielder. urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand a chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly.
1: What a top, top gentleman. i tell you what, John. He he was far. I, you know, obviously, I don't know the boy. Yeah. You do. You told me, and, and we can say this on the podcast. You said to me, Chris, you're gonna love this guy. I love him more than I thought I would. Yeah, because and it is amazing, and you said it. You can have a view of someone from the way they are on the football pitch.
2: Yeah, but yeah. He, he's yeah, he's he's he, top. Yeah, he's top. He's he, you know, he's what it is. Uh, what do you what do you see is what do you get and uh, and i'm so happy that you know he spoke even you know he went a little bit into you know we tried to get him you know to speak a little bit about what happened but i'm sure he, he touched you know, on it and touched way. on it but he didn't get really really into it which was fine uh, i totally understand that but you know he was quite very open with everything else he, was, he spoke
1: he really f- well about everything else United fan. he's a bit like you in that yeah. regard. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see as well. But you know what I've realised, John? It's taken me episode three to realise... That you're a bloody legend. <laughs> <laughs> he was bowing down to you. Do I need to? Do I no, you <laughs> do not. I need to bow down to you every time you walk in. No, street? you do not.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, listen, like I said, I, you know, I listen, it comes with what I've you're embarrassed now, aren't you? <laughs> what I've done, what I've achieved, uh, you know, and. It's you know it's just what it is. They you know respect, the, it's respect, a respect. Yeah, the kids from you know national team. I and a lot of respect from the national team. A lot, That's a lot of should. respect. You know, uh, people talk a lot about the 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 JJ's, the canoes. I know those guys. here, yeah, they achieved so much. They they, they 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 were household names. But but when it comes down to 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 what you've achieved and what the respect that you get, I think it's it, it's hard to look past what I've done and what I've achieved. You know, no disrespect to JJ Kanu, which is people I, look, I looked up to growing up, but, you know, it comes down to what you've achieved, kids, uh, people watching you growing up, what you, how you conducted yourself, playing as a pl- football player, on and off the football pitch, and the things you do as well. Now, after retiring, you know, these guys, they watch you day in, day out. And th- th- the more you keep Setting those standards and make sure you keep yourself on the highest level. You've done that. They will not forget that, Absolutely. and they will keep watching you and keep trying to see what you do day in day out.
1: Well, listen, Chris McCarty and the legend. I just realised as <laughs> well as every single week for goodness' sake, episode three. It's another long one. Oh,
2: it's we amazing. Do keep
1: these guys all yeah. the time. Fascinating insight from a player that has still got an awful lot more potential, and he's got an awful lot more to achieve in the game of football. That is it for another episode, John. Can't believe it. We've made it to episode three. We have JT, Frank Lampard, Victor, Osime. Osime.
2: I mean,
1: I, yeah. I don't know. That contact book of yours better be a bit more. <laughs> we
2: have to keep, we have to keep going. We have to keep pushing the boundaries. Uh, obviously, and you're doing that? hopefully, hopefully, next, next, next yes we have is probably should be in the house. And then, uh, it's in, the yeah. in here in the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get that in. Uh, and then we, you know, we, we have to keep pushing the boundaries with the with the phone boot and and maybe we can get Victor Simes idol uh you know Rupa. next next uh yeah.
1: Okay, watch the space. Right, uh, the Obi One podcast made possible by Betwinner. We say and we thank them every single week. Available to download, subscribe, give us a rating. We're on all the usual podcasts uh, platforms, and of course, we're on YouTube as well. Episode three, Johnny. Five Boy, stars,
2: five stars, please. Come car. on, yeah, well yeah. done, Johnny Boy. Subscribe. We're here. We're here. Thank we're, you, Betwinner. We're, we're here.
1: Thank you so much. Right, we're back with you with another big name, another edition up soon. Thanks, guys.